This is Kendra Mendez, and you're listening to Jesus Today, the Spirit-Filled Life. I'm glad that you're here to join me for another episode. Let's get started. Dear Father, I just pray for this day, Lord. I thank you so much that it is a day that we are able to seek you, Lord. It is a day where we are able to just focus our minds on you, Lord, and just to enjoy the day that you've made, Lord. Father, I pray that we're able to put aside those things that have been burdening us, that we're able to surrender those things to you, Lord, and we're able to not be so concerned with those things, but to really just trust them to you, Jesus, and know that you are able to take care of the things that are weighing heavy on our hearts, Lord. Father, I just thank you so much that you know exactly what is going on in every single person's life that is listening to this podcast. Father, I just pray for those people today that you would just be with them and you would help them to really seek you out, Lord, to seek the peace that you have waiting for them. Father, I just pray that today you would use me as a vessel, Lord, for your words, Jesus, whatever it is that you want to be spoken and whatever it is you want to be used to encourage those who are going to be listening to this. I want to thank you so much for being who you are and always being good to us even when we don't deserve it, always forging a path for us that we can make our way towards you, Lord, that you're never too far away for us to come to you, Jesus, with whatever is on our hearts. Lord, I just pray that today every single person listening to this podcast would just be so encouraged and every single day that they are seeking you and they are following you, Jesus. I just pray that you would continue to equip them and continue to give them the strength to go on. In Jesus' name, amen. So as I was praying, I really just was thinking a lot about surrendering our different circumstances, surrendering our different problems to the Lord and not carrying those burdens with us because I feel like so many times we are, we're just so ready to continue going. We, we take a hit to the head. The enemy knocks us down. We then have this burden to carry. We have these worries and cares. He brings these different thoughts to mind of things that we haven't done or things that we feel like we should do. And after that, we just, instead of what we should do, we continue throughout our day. We continue marching forward like nothing happened. We continue trying to hold it all together, even though we're being constantly reminded of these different decisions that we have to make. What am I supposed to do in this certain circumstance? And we're just constantly, hour by hour, minute by minute, the enemy's just replaying these thoughts in our minds. And I feel like the Lord is just calling us to a place of surrender, a a time where when the enemy hits, when the enemy gets us at our lowest point, when he reminds us of our failures, when he reminds us of those things that we need to do and we haven't done, when he reminds us of our disobedience, of those things that the Lord has been calling us to do that we've been putting off because we're afraid, when he reminds us of our concerns about the world, our concerns about what's going on in the world, when he reminds us of those things that just break us down, and make us feel powerless, make us feel weak. Instead of going to the Lord, instead of seeking the Lord in those moments, we try to pretend 
like everything is okay. We try to make it look like we're holding it all together. The Lord just wants to invite you today to come to a place of surrender where you take those worries and concerns, you take your failures and mistakes, you take your disobedience, those things that you know you need to do, the things that you know the Lord has been calling you to do that you're just incapable of doing. Instead of just continuing on like the enemy isn't trying to use these things to bring you to a place of weakness where you can't give up again, he's inviting you to come and to surrender those things to him because he doesn't want us to carry those burdens alone. He doesn't want us to, to feel the weight of the world on our shoulders. Our life here on this earth is not about us being alone. It's not about us fighting the fight by ourselves with, with everything that we've got until we're utterly incapable of moving anymore, until we've rendered ourselves helpless and desperate. The Lord wants to invite us at the very beginning of every single situation where we begin to have those those first thoughts of, I can't do this, or, you know, the situation is hopeless. He's inviting us at the very beginning of that to say, Lord, I am yoked to you in this, and I know that your burden is easy on me. And it doesn't it doesn't mean that it is easy that all of the pain and the hardship and the heartache in your circumstance, the difficulty in that is taken away. It means that he's going to help you carry the load. He's going to equip you to do it. But I think we, we almost assume that the Lord is going to do something for us before we ask him to. And it's not like he doesn't know. He knows. He's given us freedom to choose him. He's given us freedom to do things on our own, in our own strength. But he's also given us the freedom to choose him, to choose to ask him to intervene, to ask him to do something about our circumstances, to ask him to give us peace in those times where it feels like the whole world is falling apart. That everyone in the world, they, they're just, they're so corrupted by sin and the enemy is infiltrating their minds with these lies that we just feel like everything in the world is hopeless because of sin, because of the enemy and his lies. But the, but the Lord, he wants to step in to our circumstances and help us carry those loads to carry our burdens and to help us to have peace in those circumstances. But it all starts with us. We have to choose. We have to say, yes, Lord, please step into my situation. Help me to have peace about this. Help me to know what you want me to do. Know how you want me to move forward. And really, honestly, like every single time I look at world events, like something that's going on in the world, I just feel so helpless, hopeless, and desperate. And at some point, I feel like all of us feel this way. There is hope. There is something that can be done. And the Lord has the power to do that. The Lord can help. The Lord is our hope. But I think I get so wrapped up in this mindset of what's going wrong in the world. I get so focused 
on everything around me that just looks so hopeless that I forget about the Lord. When immediately after I see these different situations happening in the world that just look so dire, that look so sad, that instead of trying to deal with it on my own, I really need to run to the Lord. He is our hiding place. He is our secret place. The place where we can go, where we can find refuge, where we can find peace from the things of the world that are just so evil and hopeless and find hope in him. And I think another thing is like part of the reason I feel like it's hopeless and helpless is because I'm so small in the grand scheme of things, the things that are going on in the world. There are billions of people going through certain circumstances, situations that I can't do anything about. In my own strength as a human being, I have no power, I have no say in certain things that go on around the world. If I did, even if I did say something about certain things going on around the world, it might not even be a blip on the radar. On the scale of how big these circumstances are, how big these situations are. And I think that the Lord is just trying to encourage us today that yes, even though it seems huge, even though it seems impossible, even though it feels like you can't do anything about it, there is something that we can do. We can pray. We can seek the Lord. We can seek the Lord's counsel. And I think this is something as a follower of Jesus that I forget so often, is that we are so powerful because of the Holy Spirit residing in us. Because of the power of the Holy Spirit that he has placed within us. He has given us power and it's not for worry. It's not so we can be afraid. It's not so we can live in fear. It's so that we can do something about it. And and I feel like we just need to remind ourselves that we serve an all-powerful God who can, t- who can do the unimaginable things. And I think that sometimes the stories in the Bible are so, are so amazing, so powerful, especially the stories in the Old Testament where they're doing huge miracles and even the miracles that Jesus did. But I feel like we, we sometimes look at those miracles and we're like, there's no way that this could be possible today because it just looks too big. But I think we're forgetting that the God who was the God of the Bible is still the same God. He has not changed. And the power that was in Christ Jesus resides in us. We have that same power. And I think we often, we're just, we look so closely at these different miracles that Jesus did. We look so closely at the different things that he did on the earth, like walking on water, healing the blind, healing the lame. We, we don't look at what's going on in this, the background scenes. And I think that it was so crucial that the apostles, that those men that the Spirit led to write the scriptures, were, were led to write that Jesus prays. He walked away and he went to a secret place to pray. And it wasn't, it wasn't just for kicks. It was to show us 
how to do life here on this earth. Jesus was just as much a man as he was God, and he needed the Holy Spirit. He didn't want to do anything that his father wasn't doing, but because he was a man, he needed the Holy Spirit to show him what it was he was supposed to do about these different situations he was in. And I think on one hand, like we have this great power, this this just ability to pray, to to do things out of our ability. And it's not that we're doing anything special. We're not going to change the world, but we're speaking to someone who can. He created the world. He can do those things. But I also think that there is something that we can do. And I feel like it's a two-sided thing that, yes, it may seem super small. Maybe you live in a small town and you feel like you can't even touch the problems at the top, the things that are just so loud. And I think that's the enemy's goal is to make these problems that are too big for you so loud that you forget there's something that you can do in your city, in your town. And I think that's why, I think that's why in the Great Commission that the Lord, he didn't start out saying, you need to go to the ends of the earth and share the gospel. He started out saying, in all of Judea, in Samaria, and you know, he went from the small to the big. And that's what we need to do. The small things that we do in our community, the small things that we do for our neighbors, for our family, for our friends, for the people that we meet on the street around us, it affects change. We can affect two people and those people can affect two people. And it's a ripple effect and it goes out from there. And I feel like that's the reason why Jesus had them start where they were. So the people there could spread out and go to the ends of the earth. And as they made disciples, those people made disciples, and those people made disciples. So don't forget that you can make a change. And even if it's just one person, they can affect hundreds of people in their lifetime. That's how it works. So we have to stop focusing on the huge things that we have no control over and pray about those things. Earnestly seek the Lord to intervene on those situations because he can. And then we need to ask the Lord, what is it that I'm supposed to do here where I am for the people around me, for my community, for the people that stand next to me on a daily basis, for the people who wait behind me in line at Walmart? What am I supposed to do for those people? Jesus, Help me to do something. Teach me what I'm supposed to do here in this place that you have placed me. Because you are not where you are by accident. You are there for a purpose. There is a meaning and a reason for the Lord placing you where you are. And it's to do things for Him that are going to impact change in ways that you can never imagine. And it's when we seek the Holy Spirit, when we say, Holy Spirit, what am I supposed to do? and we follow him, we are obedient to that call, that the Lord uses those small things, 
those insignificant things, those things that look like they're not going to do anything to change the world. And I feel like sometimes we look at these great people and think, wow, I could never be like them. But they had to start somewhere. They weren't always that way. And they started out small. They started out at the beginning. They started out with the first steps and they worked their way with the Lord to where they were. The people who are great in the Lord walk with the Lord until he is so great in their lives that they look great. But it's Jesus. It's seeking Jesus. It's following Jesus. It's running after Jesus that makes the impossible possible. And I think the other side of it is the fact that we we can do things in the spiritual and the spiritual things that we are capable of doing. Fighting the enemy, praying, seeking the Lord, being obedient. And I don't I don't honestly know a whole lot about the spirit realm and I don't know a whole lot about supernatural and how it works, but I know that the Lord can use us in a mighty way for the kingdom. And I also believe that the supernatural is a place where you are affecting more than just your community there. So I just know that we need to pray about that as well. We need to ask the Lord, what are these different things in my life that I need to do here in the physical, in my community? And what are those things that I need to do? that will affect the supernatural, that will affect the things that I cannot see, the things that are spiritual. What are those things that I can do that will affect that? And I think when we do that, when we start trusting the Lord with the things we can't control and seeking him as to what are the things we can control and asking him how to do something about it, and asking the Lord what we can do in the supernatural to fight the enemy, to battle the lies of the enemy, to stand strong in the spirit that we're going to make a change and we're not going to be so focused on our worries and our concerns anymore. We're going to have peace. We're going to know that the Lord is going to move on our behalf and he's going to do the impossible he's going to he's going to touch the lives of people that we would never be able to touch and it's when we come to him when we surrender to him when we say lord i can't do this but i know you can it's when we do that 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 the world changed just a little bit and i i think that we need to remember that our god is big enough we need to remember that he wants he wants us to come to him for these things and he doesn't want us to carry our burdens alone he doesn't want us to live in fear he's not given us the spirit of fear he's given us the spirit of power and love and of a sound mind so i just want to encourage you today when you see those things in the world that just look so much bigger than you and so impossible to help so impossible to do anything about Remember that the Lord is on your side. And with man, things can be impossible. It's true, we can't do all things. But with God, all things are possible. The Lord loves you so much today and he wants you to come to him 
and to run to him. He has open arms. He's waiting for you. He wants to carry your load with you. Even if it's the smallest of things, he still wants to help you. He still wants to carry your load. He still wants to give you peace about those things. And you can trust him with all of the things that you have that bother you, that worry you, that cause you distress, that cause you to feel like the situation is hopeless. The Lord wants to carry those things for you today. So surrender to him. Allow him to do that. He loves you so much. I hope that you have a truly wonderful week in the Lord and that you continue to see him move on your behalf in mighty ways. That the prayers that you have been praying, I pray that you will see them answered in ways that go beyond your greatest imaginations. That the only way you can look at your certain situations, your current circumstances, is to say that God was here. God moved here. I hope you have a great week, and I hope you join me again next week for another episode of Jesus Today, the Spirit-Filled Life.